Hello everyone, welcome to Witnessing the Word. My name is Allie Benfield. Today is a very sensitive subject and one that will probably upset some folks, which is not my intention. I'm not here to upset anyone, just to witness for the Lord. So before we get into this, let's pray, shall we? Dear Heavenly Father, God, we just come before you and ask your Holy Spirit to draw close to us, to open our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to your word and your truth. Father God, I ask that your presence be felt during this time of devotion to you and that your angels surround us in protection, keeping things that are unholy, demonic, satanic, unclean, and impure away from us so that we can concentrate and grow closer to you. We give you praise and glory and thanks for all your goodness and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We ask that you bless this podcast so that your message is heard and shared with those that need to hear your truth, O Lord. In your sweet and precious name, Lord Jesus, amen. Okay, hello. I hope you have a nice cup of coffee or a steaming cup of tea. And I definitely hope you have your Bible because in this podcast, I use my Bible, I reference it, I fact check everything with the Bible. And that's what we're going to do today, especially with this topic of women preachers. There's a lot of people who are on the fence with this subject. And you've got one side of people who are in total agreement that the Bible is absolute gospel, that women are not allowed to preach. Then you have on the other side women who passionately disagree with that. They say, you know, God can use women in the pulpit. Women have strong voices in the church, and they're they're useful and helpful and, and able to teach and lead a congregation. Whoa, like just hold on a minute here. To the women who think it's all right to preach, I'm speaking directly to you for a second. If you say that you love the Lord, and I mean if you really do love the Lord, and you believe that He's the creator of all things and the only true living God, then why are you cherry picking through the Bible? Why are you using and living a part of the Word instead of all of the word. The Bible was given to us for teaching and leading purposes, and if we're only meant to pick out the good stuff that we like out of the Bible and not apply the other stuff, then it wouldn't be the Bible. It'd be named something else. You can twist and turn the scriptures to fit your lifestyle, but in the end, if you're not walking obediently to the word of God or his Holy Spirit, then you just won't be going to where you think you're going to go when judgment comes. And no amount of sorries are going to get you past the gates. I mean, let's face it. This is heaven. Heaven isn't just kind of some kind of club or, or gang hangout or anything like that. It's heaven. And it has very strict entrance code. Not everybody will get through it. And that's why the Bible says in Matthew 7 verse 14, that straight is the gate and narrow is the way, which leadeth into life and few there be that find it. I'm sure we've all heard a woman or two say in in the church, you know, the Lord really does work through her. And to that I say, yes, the Lord does work through women. No one's talking about how the Lord works. That's not the topic of discussion. What we're talking about is how women who are clearly going against what the Bible says to glorify themselves. And it all falls down to pride. Really, there's, there's a reason why pride is one of the top seven deadliest sins. 
Okay, so recently I came across a man who's making an obscene amount of posts on Facebook, all having to do with women not being allowed to preach. I mean, he was he was screaming this pretty loud from the rafters. And to be honest, there were a lot of women who were arguing with him. And I mean, they were irate. They were really angry with him. However, this is where the line sometimes gets blurred in the sand. The Bible's very clear that as women, we are not to preach from the pulpit in any church capacity. I mean, none, none. But that doesn't mean that we can't be used by the Spirit to witness for the Lord and his coming kingdom. Now, trust me, these women making their comments on this poor guy's wall who were so angry, I tell you why they were so angry. Because this man was using scripture, however, he was adding to it. And, and for that, I can't abide by anybody doing that. And it says in Deuteronomy 4, verse 2, You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. So here was this man telling women, different women from all over, over and over and over again, that women are not allowed to preach. But we're only allowed to speak to other women on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And I had just done a Bible study on this very topic, and I knew the scriptures that he was referring to. However, what he was adding wasn't there in the Bible. I mean, it just wasn't there. Nowhere did it say in the scriptures that women were only allowed to talk to other women about the Lord, but they were only supposed to do it on a one-on-one -on -one conversation. I made a comment on his post asking this man, who was a friend of mine on Facebook, where he'd gotten this, this verse from in the Bible. And he kept sharing these meme pictures of, you know, 1 Timothy 2, verse 12, and he kept posting it and posting it, um, saying, you know, in, in a little blurb, you know, that women were not allowed to preach and that they must be silent. And I thanked him for reminding me what he had said just seconds before, but I was asking where he got the one-on-one -on -one conversation part. And uh, when he knew I wasn't backing down, that's when he got mad at me, saying that I was cornering him and I shouldn't do that to a man of God. And by doing that, I was sinning and I needed to be very careful. Um, two words here, folks. False teacher. If you can't back up what you're preaching, we are absolutely called to expose them. It says in the Bible. I mean, 2 Peter 2 verse uh, 1 says... But they were also false prophets among the people, just as they were false teachers among you. They, they will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction in themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth unto dis, disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation had long been hanging over them, and their destruction had not been sleeping." 1 John 4, verse 1 says, Behold, I do not believe every spirit. Sorry, behold, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, no one thinks or believes that people who are preaching and teaching incorrectly are false prophets. I mean, they, they don't grow up thinking, well, I think today I'm going to be a false prophet or I'm going to, I'm going to lead people astray. But when someone comes to the, um, in the Lord's love to correct you lovingly to the errors that you're, you're leading people down, uh, on the, the wrong paths, 
and you tell them you're not, and they're trying to show you biblically, what you're preaching isn't right. It's, it's, it's nowhere in the Bible. And if it is, show me so that maybe you can correct me and we can kind of work from each other, you know, build each other up in the, in the word. But if it's not there and, and you're teaching incorrectly and the people that are coming to you saying you're teaching wrongly, but they're doing it in a loving manner with kindness and you're angry with them, then yeah, you are a false teacher and I'll call you out on that. And, and the Bible says that that's exactly what we're supposed to do. And I, I'll hold you accountable. You know, if you're saying to someone that the Bible says this and it doesn't and you can't back it up, if it comes from a woman or a man, as far as I'm concerned, that's valid. That's that's fine. You know, and the Bible doesn't say only men are supposed to, to hold people accountable. It says you are to hold someone accountable for preaching incorrectly. So back to women preaching um, in a church capacity. Let me put it this way. If a woman who is dressed to the nines, and I mean she's polished and looking absolutely exquisite, she has flashy jewelry, expensive clothes, designer shoes, she's got, you know, stylish hairstyle and, and makeup on flawlessly. Now picture this woman going to Skid Row. I mean, it's the dregs of society. And she's there to talk to homeless people about their situation. And she tells them that she understands their predicament. She tells them that um, living a life of poverty uh, is, must be so hard. But then when it's time to, to leave, she gets in her flashy car and drives to a beautiful, cozy home in time for a hot sit-down dinner. Meanwhile, the homeless person she just spoke to is sitting in their cardboard box starving. So you're probably thinking to yourself, how is this story relatable to women preaching? And that's a good question, and I'm going to tell you. A woman preacher who stands before a congregation, clutching her Bible and reading verses to her flock, she's dressed well, she looks every bit a respectable woman of the Lord. However, the book she's reading from and waving around, she doesn't really believe or follow, because if she did... If she did believe in it, and she did follow what it said, she wouldn't be up there on that pulpit to begin with. Both those two scenarios are oxymorons, because both are contradictions. Look at me, I, I follow the Bible, but I only follow parts of the Bible that I like. Therefore, the other parts are irrelevant and not worth my time to preach. And if that's how you're, you're looking at the Bible, you're looking at it from a totally incorrect perspective. Let me tell you something. The word integrity means that your actions are honest and you do the right things in all circumstances, even when you're alone and no one is looking. I'm sure you've heard it, the saying that Jesus is, Jesus is a fisher of men. Well, Satan is a fisher of men too. He lurks around fishing in waters using a twisted gospel as bait to fill his nets. You can't take the Bible or the verses that, that fill it and make them fit into your backward way of thinking or your sinful life any more than you can take a square peg and fit it into a round hole. It won't fit. I mean, no matter how hard you try it or how much you want it to fit, it just won't. 
There's always going to be some woman who thinks she knows the Bible best and will argue until she's blue in the face that she's entitled to preach or how God is using her for his kingdom or how God is doesn't discriminate against genders. But if you truly read the Bible and cared not only for the Lord Jesus, but what you were actually reading, you'd see that none of these verses you're twisting are true. And just to drive it home in case anyone missed it or skipped over that part, 1 Timothy 2, verse 11 and 12, repeats the very word of women's roles twice. It says in verse 11, Let the woman learn in silence, and with all subjection. Continuing, continuing to verse 12, But I suffer not a woman to teach nor unsurp authority over man, but to be in silence. The word silence was used twice. In verse 11, it says that in all subjection, we as women are to remain in silence. The word subjection means to control or to submit. So in other words, verse 11 is saying that the woman is to learn in silence with submission and control. Now, where do you see in those two verses anything about women preaching? It very clearly says it twice, the exact opposite, that we're to be in silence that we're to be in submission and control. Well, keep in mind there's always going to be people who are too prideful, too pompous, and too vain to know right from wrong. There are going to be people who love the sound of their own voice more so than anyone else's, and including God in that. And those same people will bring up Deborah, the judge and the prophetess in the book of Judges, saying, of course, women can be preachers. You know, the Bible mentions Deborah. And yes, you're right. She was in the Bible and she was a judge. She was a prophetess. But there's a big but in there. <laughs> Hold on. Deborah was brought back. It was mentioned back in the Old Testament, way back in the early 12th century B.C. B.C. means before Christ. And the verses in First Timothy were written much later after Deborah's, Deborah's time. Look, people are going to go round and round with this ideology. You know, women are allowed, they aren't allowed. I guess it all boils down to which God you're listening to and serving. If you're following and serving the run true and living God, then you'll take his word to heart and believe his truth. If you still think that you should be able and allowed to preach on a pulpit, then you know soon enough how God feels about your decision. As for me, I will continue to witness the truth of my Lord God in a way that brings honor and glory to Him, surrendering all that I am, all my words, to the Holy Spirit to lead and use for His purpose. And those who go off the path of righteousness, I'll lift them up in prayer and ask that the Holy Spirit restores their heart to Himself, removing the scales from their eyes so that they can see His truth and unhook and unbind them from Satan's grip, who's, who's basically filling their minds with his lies. Then I'll turn them over to the Lord to correct and deal with. So there you have it, folks. The Bible's very clear on, on women preaching and, and how our roles are in the church. And, and I'm hoping that this um, podcast has um, opened your eyes. I pray that the Holy Spirit has worked through you and revealed some truths in his word. Um, I, I just, I hope that you're able to, <coughs> excuse me, I hope you're able to 
to see his truth in and embrace it. And so, yeah, that's that's the uh, that was the lesson for today. Uh, I thank you for joining me. I thank you for um, spending this time with me and the Lord in his word. I ask that you enjoy the rest of uh, this beautiful day, this beautiful week. And um, yeah, have a great uh, have a great one, everybody. Talk to you later.